This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running Pro Hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing we trust one another. What happened? We trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. And that's when we're at our best. You know, Giannis is great about attacking, and then when teams like teammates are open, he shares it and they make shots. And the fans. It feels good to get the monkey off the back. Honestly, we've been waiting so many years for this to actually finally happen. And honestly, I, I can't remember a more likable Bucks team than what we have right here. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Get the brooms out. Get the brooms out, Mayor Mitch. Get the brooms. You ever watch wrestling? Get the tables. The Dudley boys back in the day, right? One yelling the other one, get the table. Get the brooms. Toronto can't play any better than they've done tonight. I'm just going to keep my mic off they in case something comes out of my mouth. can't play any better than they have tonight, folks. They just can't. And the Bucks are going to win this thing, and it's pretty much over right now. They're just going to run this out. I highly doubt they'll get fouled. 108 to 100 is going to be your final here. Bucks over the Toronto Raptors. Well, maybe Giannis just dribbled the ball off his foot, I think. But either way, 108-100, seven seconds to go. The Bucks are going to get the win. What do you say now about this Bucks team? For three quarters, I watched Angry Bucks Twitter just be mad at the world. And now they win. And I'm going to be honest with you about something. Look, I I was getting frustrated by how they were not shooting the three. And in the beginning of the game, I was going, okay, well, you know, rust. It's been a week off. They're rusty. That's what this is. The Bucks are simply rusty on a slow start. But when you get through three quarters and you only have six made three-pointers, at that point I'm going, okay, well, we're beyond rust now. Like, there is, there has to be more to this. So, I don't know if you saw it, Mayor Mitch. I tweeted it out. I said, I know this is going to sound crazy and all, but maybe we should take off the shirts in the fourth quarter. Take off the white shirts. Because you hear it so often from uh, NBA players, well, not really NBA players, college basketball players, right? When you go to a Final Four setting and you go to a football stadium that's a dome and now you have to go play there, it's a different feel. And you want to get as much practice as you in on the in while you're on that court in that football stadium or whatever that's a dome because it's a different sight line. Those white shirts, I could not have been helping things. I just, I don't see how, because from a death perception standpoint, I mean, you've played basketball, right, Mitch? From a death perception standpoint, if you change the background that you're normally used to shooting with and now it's something completely different, 
it could throw off your eyes a little bit as far as making shots, I think. Now, maybe I'm overreacting, and if so, so be it. But that's all I could come up with. And then, Brooke Lopez hits back-to-back threes, and off to the races. The Bucs start hitting threes, and the Bucs win 108-100. to Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals in the back pocket of your Milwaukee Bucks. If you're living in the arena, obviously want to hear from you. Steve Sparky, Fiverr, Mayor Mitch, the chairman of the DJ Wilson fan club. Is he still? He's he's still on the team. Okay. DJ Wilson fan club. Evan is over there. I'm just joking around with Evan. Uh, Evan is other side of the glass. Let's hear from you. Let's celebrate a Bucks win. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. I don't think the Raptors can play any better than they did tonight. I really don't. I don't think this series is going to go very long at all, which is what I said on the big show. This was the best game they could give you. Kyle Lowry is probably not doing that maybe about one more time in this series if he does it one more time in the series. Let's go inside the box score. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, here we go. Bucks in the win 108 to 100. Miritich tonight, 25 minutes. Wasn't all that good, to be honest with you, from deep. One of six. He needs to get it going next game. Uh, six of six from the free throw line. Three of nine overall from the field. Six rebounds, one block, couple turnovers, 13 points. Giannis, 37 minutes. Solid. Seven of 16 from the floor. One of three from three. Nine of 12 from the line. 24 points, 14 boards, six assists, two steals, three blocks, five turnovers for Giannis. Chris Middleton, um, he's had better games. Four of 12, one of six from three, two of two from the free throw line, 11 points, 11 boards, four assists, one steal, and four huge turnovers, especially there in the fourth quarter. Almost single-handedly killed that team. Brooke Lopez, 35 minutes. It was the best game he's had as a Milwaukee Buck by VAR. I mean, it was, even though he didn't hit all of his threes, he was his impact was gigantic on this basketball game. 12 of 21 from the floor, 4 of 11 from three, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 29 points, 11 boards, 2 assists, 4 blocks. And those 4 blocks were big uh, for Brooke Lopez. Eric Bledsoe, 29 minutes, also not his best game, but came up big there towards the end. 3 of 12, 0 of 6 from three, 3 of 3 from the line, 9 points, 5 boards, 2 assists, a steal. For Bledsoe. Off the bench tonight, Malcolm Brogdon, so glad you're healthy. Five of nine from the floor in 25 minutes, three of six from three, two of two from the line, 15 points, three boards, three assists in one turnover. 27 minutes for George Hill. Pretty sure he was jinxed by Josh Lewenberg, who earlier today was on, uh, does uh, Raptors radio and all that stuff, and said, George Hill, I said, Abaka's the guy that the Bucks fans can't stand because he kills the Bucks. Who would it be on the Bucks? He said George Hill has pretty much owned Kyle Lowry for as long as George Hill and Kyle Lowry have played each other. I'm like, okay, I didn't know that. Okay, this is good. This makes me feel even better. And George Hill's playing good, so this is going to be great. And it was a role reversal. Lowry had the big game, and Hill didn't. Zero of six from the floor, zero of one from three. No points, obviously. One board, four assists, four steals, and one block shot for George Hill. 14 minutes for Ursan Ilyasova, three of six, one of four from three. Seven points, three boards, and one block. Pat Connaughton, 11 minutes, didn't hit a shot, 0 of 2, 0 of 1 from 3, 6 boards uh, for him, and one block shot. 
Bucks only shoot 39.8% from the field. The Raptors held to 37.4% from the field. The Bucks 11 of 44 from three. That's 25%, folks. 15 of 42 for Toronto, good for 36.6%. Free throws, 23 of 27 for the Bucks. Seven uh, gap uh, for rebounding and a huge benefit uh, to the Bucks, obviously. Uh, and then we talk about turnovers, 12 for the Bucks, 12 for the Toronto Raptors. Bucks win 108-100. Game two comes up on Friday night. We'll be right back here after the Bucks and Raptors game two. All right, let's hear from you. 414-799-1250. Let's go, Mayor Mitch. AJ and Glendale, you're up first on the fan. What's up, AJ? Hey, what's happening, guys? What's up, buddy? Hey, man, listen, I was scared of Siakam, and in the, in the beginning, I I was really scared, like, okay, we got going to do it, but... What we were waiting for was Brooke Lopez to do what he did. And and that, I was so happy he finally came through because we didn't have anybody else on this thing special. No. You know what I mean? Yep. Lopez, I mean, uh, Chris Middleton, he was average. Giannis kind of was average. We needed one of our other people to come. Malcolm Brogdon, tell Chuck Freeman, call him the press. I don't know why Chuck Freeman don't like to call him the press. Call him the press because he helped us. He's a steady force for this team. You know I, what I, mean? I, don't, I don't disagree with you. Malcolm Brogdon is huge. They don't win this game probably if Brogdon doesn't play in this game. It will, yeah, I agree with you. Malcolm Brogdon is a huge deal, no doubt. AJ, thanks for the call. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I don't. I didn't know that Chuck Freeman refuses to call him the president. But doesn't matter to me. Fine, don't call him the president and call him whatever you'd like. Um, but but for me, he was a huge deal tonight. But Brooke Lopez, uh, by far, was the MVP of this game. I mean, I. That's not even debatable. Here, I'll tell you what. Hit the X Factor now so I can just say it's Brooke Lopez, and let's just let's just get this done right now. Here, hit it. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the game. Brought to you by Brighton Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. I had heard some... Uh... Rumors that Brian Stratton may be uh, getting a bowling team here at some point. Heard you going to go coach them? Heard some rumors. Uh, yeah, dude, I have no spare time to be coaching anybody. I'd like to coach a 12-year-old Little League team. Spare uh, time? No, team. no pun up. intended. Ah, good job. Spare time bowling show. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Yeah, bowling playoffs, PBA playoffs uh, going on right now on Fox Sports 1 on, on Monday nights. So check that out. Uh, yeah, so X Factor of the game is clearly... Uh, Brooke Lopez uh, tonight is just not even remotely close. 29 points, 11 boards, 2 assists, 4 block shots. He was just unbelievable. Really, really good. All right, let's. Uh, where are we going next? Let's go to Nate and Racine. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Nate? Hey, what's up? Uh, great show. Thanks. Hey, so, yeah, I just this, – this game just reinforced to me that it's over in five tops. Yep. Um, sorry about that. I, the reason being because – you, you saw the way Kyle Lowry shot the ball. He hasn't been that good all playoffs. He played his best game of the playoffs, and the Bucks still won by eight. I think it's a, it's it kind of went how people were forecasting it that they just don't have the scoring you know top to bottom on their roster. Their top four guys you know can definitely score the ball. Um, you know they put Siakam played pretty well tonight. Lowry again had his best game, but where the where's the rest of the scoring going to come from? And with the Bucks. You know, Lopez may not play another game that great this whole series, but there's a lot of room for improvement with Giannis. You know, Bledsoe didn't have a good game. They still won by eight, so the Bucks just can hit you from so many angles, and I just don't think Toronto top to bottom can play with them. Agreed, 100%. Thanks for the call. I let off the show saying get out the brooms. 
and Mitch doesn't want to jinx him. I, I don't. I, I'm not even remotely worried about this. Okay, maybe they'll lose a game. Maybe I'll jinx them out of a sweep. I don't. They can't play with this team. I'm sorry. You cannot tell me right now when you look at this game that Kyle Lowry is going to go 10 of 15 and no. 7 of 9 from 3 again. The man had 30 points. He had 30 points combined in all the games they played Toronto this year. That man ain't doing that again. Get out of here. If I'm a Raptors fan, I'm crying right now because that was the best shot they had at winning a basketball game against the Bucks, and they blew it. They blew it. And yeah, the they are. They are never going to get that kind of performance from Kyle Lowry. No, I, I just, no way. I mean, Kawhi is nope. going to do probably better than he yeah, did tonight. 31 and 9. Fine. 10 and 26. 10 and 10 from the line. He's going to do that probably every game. Fine. No big deal. But if they don't get 30 from Kyle Lowry, who's going to make those points up? Who? Who are they going to get those points from? Get out of here. This and, ain't going to be a series. And the Bucks are probably going to shoot better than 25% right. from three. No doubt. I'm telling you, this isn't going to be a series. It's not going to be a series. Said before, I'll say it again. This this team did not worry me as much as Boston. Boston had enough weapons across the board to create problems if they got going. This team don't have as much, especially when Van Vliet can't hit a damn shot. And he hadn't hit a shot in like two months. So for without him and Bucks Killer only played 17 minutes, thank you, Nick Nurse. Thank you very much. Please continue to only play him 17 minutes. I, I do totally appreciate that. That dude kills the Bucks. Please only play him 17 minutes. Ibaka, Powell, Van Vliet, those guys all kill the Bucks. And now it's Kyle Lowry yeah, tonight. Nurse said, eh, bench sucks. I'm going to play all my guys 40 minutes. Go right ahead. Go right ahead because Ibaka, I'm telling you, kills this team. He, he does. And, and I think, and we'll, we'll see what happens going forward, I think Ibaka might be one of the better matchups against Giannis. There is... Listen, I'm not trying to be a coach because I'm not. And I know what Gasol's all about. There's no way. There's no way I'd ever play Marco Gasol 40 minutes in this I match. Agree. I'd go I small and play Ibaka and take Brooke Lopez the hell out of the game and then see what the Bucks do. That I would mean, be my adjustment. I've been saying Bucks in five. And, and do you know what really the clincher was for me, speaking of Marcus Gasol? When I saw that he played 45 minutes it's in up. game seven. Yep. I mean, that, that dude is, I mean, he is not done, but he's really close. And he played 45 minutes in a game seven. And he seven. played and 40 tonight a couple days later. And you're right, that's going to catch up to him. He was 2 of 11 tonight. All right, back to the phones. 414-799-1250, what you got? Let's go, Trell, leaving the game. What's up, Trell? What up, Sparky, just leave the game. What's happening with you guys? No, nah, they're just talking about a Bucks win, you know. Yeah, you We've know. been doing it all year. Ho-hum. Man, Toronto in trouble, man. They're done. That was a game. The Bucks. That was a game. The Bucks were supposed to lose. I'm yep. keep it real with you. I've been saying it all night. Were, yep. They shot poorly. Um, referees were kind of. I don't know what was going on, but they definitely. Uh, Toronto got the better end. No they, doubt. I don't know what the, Toronto what the end of stats was, but they yep. got the. They got the more. Um, you know, whistle. But I would say put them to win this game and show character, show that they wanted it bad, wanted it more than Toronto did, and. They're not going to shoot that bad nope. going forward, you know. So nope. that's why I said you're in trouble. And Kyle Lowry is not going to get no 30 points yep. every game of the series. That's probably Agreed. his highlight of the series. So yep. I agree. I say the Bucks keep on. My um, Bucks and five uh, prediction is looking pretty good. So yep. That's All right, Trail. Thanks for the call, man. Be safe driving home. It's funny I looked because he said, you know, I don't know what the numbers look like. Personal fouls. Bucks had 16. Toronto Raptors had 21. To give you an idea. And as a Bucks fan watching this, I mean, I can kind of at least three times where Kawhi Leonard should have been called for fouls and wasn't. 
There was one one at the end of the half on Giannis that should have been his third foul when he went over his back and was pretty much riding him and got away with it. He should have had three fouls going at a halftime on that play when he went over the back on Giannis and they didn't call it. And Giannis was hot yelling at the referee. 414-799-1250. Steve Sparky, five for Mayor Mitch. It is the chairman of the DJ Wilson fan club, Evan, other side of the glass, longest running post-game show in Milwaukee. Been doing it since 2006, I think it is, after every Bucks game for a long, long time. And finally, we're so close to maybe having post-game shows for the NBA Finals. Mayor Mitch, that's all right. You can turn it up. You can do a little chair dance. Yeah. Do a little chair yeah, dance. Great Even Evan's getting into it. Yourself. All right, let's go back to the phones. 414-799-1250. Where to, Merriman? Let's go to Kevin leaving the game. Kevin, you're up next on the fan. What's up, Kevin? Sparky, what's happening, brother? Feeling my good. Son, my son, Lucas, normally calls you, but I felt I had to call you tonight. What up? The crowd, what up? Was, the crowd was amazing. I stood, <laughs> I stood in my section for... 10 out of the 12 minutes in the fourth quarter. Beautiful. The crowd was amazing. Yep. They wanted that game. The Bucks earned that. But where the heck was Chris Middleton? That boy, hey, he was not there hey, tonight. Hey, look, look. It's going to happen, right? He had a bad fourth quarter. Didn't have a great game overall. I'll say it now and mark my words. I'll be right. He's going to have a big game in this series and help him win a game. It's going to happen. Middleton, but, Middleton but, will come back but, and save him in a different game. But welcome back, Brooke Lopez. Oh, man. No doubt. They needed him in a huge way. Yep. Lucas, Lucas has a question for you. He wanted to ask you on the way up here. Lucas, go ahead. Oh, Sparky, your favorite player that's not on the Bucks. Name one. Favorite player. Thanks for the call. Favorite player that's not on the Bucks. Uh, well, I mean, I am wearing my Brandon Jennings Under Armour shoes. Yeah. But he's not on any. Yeah, he's, he's not on. A, he's not, he's not that, on an NBA go. team at all. So I can't say Brandon Jennings. Uh. That's a tough one for me. Yeah, man. Uh, I would probably say Paul George-ish. I got to think about it. Lucas, you say, listen, I'll get – after the first commercial break, I'll have an answer for you. I got to think about this for a second. All right, go. Where, where are you going to next? Let's go to Jacob on the south side. Jacob, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Sparky, thanks, thanks for reminding me. You said 2006. I was wondering in the car, I'm like, how many years I've been calling this postgame show? And it's Long time. Thir- 13 years, man. Yep. Um, never thought I'd be in this position. I'm not going to lie, man. This franchise has beat me down over the years, but, man, it feels good right now. Um, yeah, I was trying to be respectful before the se- or before the series started, and I said Toronto might get a game, so I said Bucks in five. But, you know, tonight, I'm not saying anything you haven't already heard. They took their best shot. Yep. Um, you know, Kyle Lowry, he didn't have, you know, his best game of the playoffs this year. Like, that's the best game of his playoff in his life. Like, he's he's known for being notoriously terrible in the playoffs. You get 30 from him. You get 30 from Kawhi. You still end up winning by eight. And this is a game where if you're just bad from three and not completely abysmal like they were, you get this, you know, 15, 20-point win here. So, I think we took their best shot. I mean, you look at the backcourt tonight, other than Brogdon's 15, I think Middleton and Bledsoe went and combined like 7 of 24. You got 0 of 6 from George Hill, nothing from Connaughton. Like, you, you can't bank on that happening again. And I also think, um, you know, we saw it a little bit in the second half, but I think next game Budenholzer is going to make more adjustments because he saw we were just collapsing on everything and Toronto was just getting wide open look after wide open look from three. I think they're going to take that away a little bit more in the next game. And, 
I think if, if Toronto wanted to get a game, this was their best shot, and the Bucks just said, not today. They, so, uh, they, uh, they As I would like to say, they flipped a switch in the fourth quarter, Merriman. They, they have a switch. The Bucks realize they have a switch, and yeah. I think the only other team that has that switch is Golden State. They flipped a switch. Thanks for the call. Wouldn't you agree with that, Mary Mitch? They flipped that switch in the fourth. Yes, they did. And and they, you know, started hitting shots and that probably and helped on the defensive end. And defensively, they tightened up a little bit, picked up the intensity, started creating easy baskets or easier baskets. Terrible in the first quarter defensively. They were rusty yep. and coming off a week. Yep. And I simply I was I cannot argue with that. I was on Twitter throughout the game tweeting from the fan account going, Hey yo. This is rust. Those were some brutal shots. And that's I go back to my optics, right? Tell me, all year long, have you seen this team miss shots as bad as they miss shots? There yeah. were air balls. It were balls over the rim clanking off the corner of a backboard. They were awful. And I'm going, okay, maybe this is rust. But as you get going and you're in the third and it's still ugly, I'm going, no, there's got to be more to this. Like, all of these guys didn't forget how to shoot jumpers all together at one time. There's got to be something else. So, I'm, I know I may be crazy. I would never, ever do a white shirt giveaway ever again. If I'm Peter Fagan and the rest of those guys. After this, never again. Will not happen. I said it earlier on the big show. I'm going to tell you again. Screw your stupid t-shirt giveaway and all that crap. Give me noisemakers and make that place loud. Hand out a bunch of Bucks cowbells and let's really bring the heat. And that, to me, I'd rather have I'd rather have that as a player. Make it louder than hell in here. Let's do that. I would do rally towels, maybe. That doesn't make any noise. No, it doesn't make noise, but it's, right. it does look cool. And it's, oh, it's not. Nice. And it's not. White t-shirts. Looks cool. No, but if it's white flat, white towels. Well, you're not waving them while. No, you know. you're right. No, you're right. That's better than white t-shirts. And you like, asked me before if I played basketball. I mean, right. I did, but I played in like elementary school gyms. I wasn't playing in, you know, U.S. Bank Stadium. Well, or, no, no, no. So I have no idea really what it, it is. I, I've always thought it'd be tough to shoot in an NBA building. I mean, NBA building isn't. Well, I mean, like I played an NBA game, but it's not the same. Listen. You've got black seats everywhere, yeah. and then everybody that files in. So that stadium normally is kind of like Barclays Center. It's dark on the inside. It's a dark background when you're shooting, and you shoot there all year. Now you decide, I'm going to make it light. Let's put everybody in white damn T-shirts and see what happens. That has to do something visually when you're taking a shot in your backdrop that you shot in all year changes that dramatically. They didn't go from black to black buck shirts giving away. That's not what they did. They went the exact opposite color. Again, I could be reaching. I know might be a little bit crazy, but I'm sticking with with that belief. All right, let's take another call here. Where are we going next? Vincent and Anaheim. Let's oh, hear it, buddy. Raptors fan. <laughs> what do you got now? Hey man, I love it. I love it. All your fans' confidence. Oh, over and five. Nah, man, it's gonna go seven. It's gonna go seven. Um, put it this way: Carl Lowry and Brook Lopez cancel each other out because when is Lopez gonna have another True. almost thirty point game? You're right about Tell that. Me that. Yep, you're and right. Brogdon, Brogdon yep. did help you win. Yep. No matter what, take away those 15 points, and at the end of the day, Marcus Saul and uh, and uh, Green need to step up. If they both scored 10 points and and all that, then would be it would be 108, 108, baby. Be 108, 108. But you guys are a second half team, no matter what. I, when I, I listened to the games with Boston, and now it's Toronto. I even knew I didn't listen to the third quarter. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to jinx something. I already know. I turned it back on in the fourth. Oh, we got a decent lead, but I told myself, no. These teams, they they they're gonna kill you if you don't turn. Don't turn. Raptors didn't get it done, and everybody's saying, "Oh yeah, Carl Lowry." I knew it. As soon as he got thirty, I was like, "What? Wow, Sparky's gonna go off on this guy?" Because I thought Sparky feels about Lowry, yep. and I'm about the same way. That's why I was like, 
if, if we would have run, I would have said, hey, what about that trade? Middleton for Lowry this time. <laughs> yeah, and I still would have said hey, no. But th- it, it, but like you game, said, you're right about Lowry canceling out uh, Brooke Lopez. You're 100% exactly, exactly, right man. about that. But I just oh. look at this Bucks team and go, I don't think Middleton is this bad for the whole series. That's number one. Number two, I don't think true. Bledsoe is 3 of 12 for the entire series. I don't think that's going to happen uh, well, either at this point. And George Hill is not going to be scoreless. So. Hey, hey. And what I'll do, I'll take Gasol out. He played too many minutes, unproductive yep. minutes, man. I'll, I would have put uh, Ibaka in. Agreed. You know, he can play that center position. And uh, Lanzee gave him a little chance. But Danny Green and Gasol, those are the two people that were that killed the, the Raptors in a way. And, you know, that's it, man. It, it's on, it's on. But, man, I like the confidence, man. You give me work, you give me a little angry. I, but, I'm hey, just I mean, glad I, I, I'm glad you called in because I didn't, I, I didn't hey, know if you'd hey, call or not. Win or lose, baby. I'm representing the rap town. Hey, but, you know, I'll be respectful, but. I'm going to keep it real, though. I did say Raptors in five. You did? A little bit. <laughs> well, I, but if we're going to go to seven, it's going to be a dramatic game seven, and we're going to win at the end. Oh, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt y'all. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think it's going seven, That's man. enough out of him. For I, that, don't, I, I don't think it's going seven. All right, where to next, Miriam? Oh, squeeze another one. All right, let's go to Travis leaving the game. Travis, you're up next on the fan. Hey, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing tonight on this wonderful evening? Awesome. Good. Yes, sir, man. It was, I got to tell you guys, it was so live in there tonight. I've been to a game in each series. This was better than game five of the Boston series. The crowd, man, we didn't sit down even in the second half. Everybody was on their feet for almost the whole second half. Lopez showed up big tonight for us when everybody else was struggling. It's just awesome, man. It's championship year. Sparky, this is win number nine, baby. Win number nine to the championship freaking trophy. Coming back to Milwaukee. Yep, how cool is that to even say? Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Bucks win 108 to 100. Time for our Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza play of the game. We know you can do that. Giannis had a You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Craft Pizzas. 108 to 100 bucks over the Toronto Raptors uh, tonight. And they take care of business. Go up 1 0 uh, lead now in the Eastern Conference Finals. Game two, Friday night. TNT was showing some great video of uh, that Fear the Deer District, and it was just packed. Dude, I, I flipped it on. I flipped it on at about 7 15 ish before the game started. I, could, I was like, wow, holy, you know what? When I saw how right. many people yep. were at. We're behind the set there. I mean, that was that was impressive, man. That was that was cool. Good job, Milwaukee. People were asking on Twitter, and one guy asked, "Hey, man, I'm coming from Madison. Is it worth coming down? Am I going to oh, yeah. get anywhere?" I said, "Well, you better get there by five thirty. Five five thirty. You better be there at least two hours early to have a chance of getting to get into any one of those bars down there and have any chance of uh, watching the game. By far, the mecca of all of them. I think that one's probably the best one to go watch a game in. A game itself to go party and have fun with your friends in." Punch Bowl Social is pretty cool. They got so much stuff to do in there. Make your head spin. All right, let's see. What do you got for the uh, play of the game? Splash Mountain, the GOAT. This one was easy. Big three to put the <laughs> put the Bucks up 104 to 100. Bucks have a one-point lead. Two minutes to play. Third quarter. Lopez for three. Yes! He has been on fire in every phase of the game. 14 here in the fourth. Yeah, you can say whatever you want about Marv Elbert's past and 
all the crazy crap he had go on with him in his past. That dude is so smooth, man. He is he is kind of like that voice of the NBA for so many years. And you can get out about maybe missing a player here or a player named there, whatever, who cares. That dude is NBA basketball. Yeah. When you hear his voice, you go, the NBA is on. I, that's just it. For me growing up, he was kind of my voice of the NBA, and it's just very cool for me yeah. that he's calling our games in the Eastern Conference Finals. I agree. And it, it's when you hear him, you think like 96 Michael yes. Jordan or something, and then you yep. and then you fast forward now, and it's like, Brogdon, yep. yes! Right. And it's just like, wow, are, we, awesome. like, are we here right now? It I mean, is totally wow. awesome. 108-100. Bucks over the Raptors tonight. Take a quick time out, come back. We'll eye up the enemy, get more of your calls if you want to hop aboard. 414-799-1250+. Plus, we'll hear from Bucks head coach Mike Boonholzer and uh, try and run down Matt Velasquez and all kinds of stuff to come here on The Fan. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, here we go. 108-100, Bucks over the Toronto Raptors today. Game one win of the Eastern Conference Finals. Game two comes up Friday night. We'll be right back on the air again. Longest running postgame show in the city. Well, hell, we've been the only call-in postgame show in the city for the entire time. Outside of one year, my buddy Steve Haywood did it for a year. Outside of that, nobody else has even attempted this. uh, Because, hey, let's be honest. Most radio stations don't care about a team when they're not winning. Uh, And then when they start winning, then... You know, then they start caring. But until then, they don't really care. And to the flagship's benefit, they never cared. So, regardless. Uh, okay, uh, Mayor Mitch, uh, where are we going? Wrench and go drive of the game here. Malcolm Brogdon with a slam dunk off a feed from Chris Middleton to put the Bucks up 96-91 and start to exert their will. Chris Middleton, it's funny. If it's not something lazy, it's, it's usually a beautiful pass. It's either all or nothing. Beautiful right. pass. He threaded yep. the needle on this one, and here it is. The Bucks have a three-point lead. Gasol back to Lowry. Back to look to Gasol. Middleton rebound. The lead pass. Brogdon stops. There you go. It is uh, good stuff uh, for sure there from Marv Albert on the call there on TNT. Mayor Mitch, where to next? Let's go out to Mike on the south side. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. It's been a while. You bet. Uh, Bucks fans, exhale. Uh, I can't believe my questions about T-shirts, but here it goes. Three more home games, three more shirts. And I think if they go to the finals, you're going to see four more shirts. Uh, is it? Now, a batter's eye is one color, but it's not white because you wouldn't see the baseball. They don't so, allow it to be white in baseball. Baseball doesn't right. allow you to have that. No, I mean the batter's eye. Correct. They, they have- don't allow you to have that in baseball. Major League Baseball does not allow you to have it to where the when the batter is batting and the pitcher is pitching, when he looks out to the pitcher, you can't have it white, you can't have anything flashing, nothing. Right, right. We'll stop the yeah, game. That's what I meant. That's Correct. what I meant. Yes. It's usually like green. Right. Yeah. Or black, so, I mean, whatever. If you're going to give shirts away, green, box colors, black, and uh, Giannis free throws, I mean... This is your superstar. I think he's got to work on that a little. And uh, I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, look, I, 
we've talked about this all year. I, I've also complained about Giannis's free throw shooting, but fact of the matter is, I mean, to this that that was that's about as close as it's been for the Bucks an eight point game. That's about as close as the final score has been uh, for them throughout the playoffs. So could it cost them at the end of a game of him missing three throws? Sure, it could happen at some point. But so far, so good. Cross your fingers. Hope it doesn't get put in that situation. Uh, let's uh, eye up the enemy, Merrimich. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. All right, Bucks over the Raptors tonight, 108-100. And we'll eye up the enemy quickly here. Uh, Lowry had a... Well, Lowry scored 30 points. I'm pretty sure he didn't combine for 30 points in all of his games against the Bucks this year. 10 of 15, 7 of 9 from 3, 3 of 4 from the line. Eight boards, two assists, a steal, four turnovers. If he does it one more time in the series, uh, I would be somewhat surprised. I just don't think he can do it again. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, 31 points, nine boards. Uh, Marcus Gasol, 40 minutes, six points, 12 boards, five assists for him. Bucks killer Serge Ibaka was held back by Nick Nurse. Thank you, Nick Nurse. Only played him 17 minutes, four points, four boards, one assist, one steal, and one block. Good job, Nick Nurse. Uh, okay, Mayor Mitch, where to? Let's go out to Jay and Waukesha. What's up, Jay? Oh, hey, guys. Hey. Uh, yeah, I probably echoing a lot of what other people are saying, but, um, you know, I'm sitting there watching the game, you know, early in the fourth, and we're shooting 18% from three, and we're down by six. And, of course, then Brooke gets hot and starts hitting a little bit, and uh, Nicola does. But I, I just am sitting there thinking there is no way if they can't if they can't be beating us by 15, 20 points with us shooting that lousy, it does not bode well for them at all the entire series. So I was a little nervous about this game, and uh, uh, Toronto played, played really, really hard. But I think um, I, I, I would agree with what a lot of other fans are saying, that we get this in five. Um, I, I, I also, I've got, uh, friends in the organization guys, next three games are all green shirts. Just an FYI. Yeah, good. I'm done with white. So if I never see a white shirt again in that arena, I'd be fine with it. That's totally fine. Thanks for the call. Again, I do not understand why you wouldn't have noisemakers unless the NBA allows, doesn't allow you to make no, have noisemakers as a giveaway in the playoffs. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. Unless that's a thing. Why wouldn't you want to be a sponsor on some noisemaker that everybody's going to hold on to and treasure forever versus some shirt that some people may keep around, but more than likely you'll find it at Goodwill or in a secondhand store in 10 years. Most people aren't going to keep it. They're just not because you're going to wear it so often, and then it's going to get old and faded and all that other stuff. Where I got a cowbell. I can put that up on a mantle. I can put that wherever. I can get a little container for it, you know, put it in a container. I don't know. That that's just my thing. Aren't thunder sticks fine? I, I'm pretty sure they're okay. Or is it only behind the baskets or something? Oh, you mean the rest of the arena? I don't know. Those. I mean, I've been a, I've been at games with those things for the Bucks, and I've been to playoff games with the Brewers with the thunder sticks. They're kind of loud, but not as loud as like a cowbell. Like I want to be loud. Yeah, that, I, they, there's got to be a rule on that. I. Because they used to be cowbells back in the day because for Sacramento. Back when it was Doug, Christie, and Bibby, they had cowbells. Sure, it was louder than you cowbell know. Cowbell kingdom. There. Yes, I mean that was a thing in 2019. People will throw those on the court and stuff like that. If nah, <laughs> okay, nah, we got good fans. We got we don't yeah, irresponsible right. fans in Milwaukee. You're absolutely right. All right, let's go with another call. Louis on the South Side. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Louis? Bucks win. Yeah, Bucks win. Awesome game. Hey, Spark. I wanted I wanted your thoughts. Um, 
Kawhi, Lowry combined for 61, 62, whatever, is this their best punch? Yep. Like, do you think this baby is their best punch? And um, there's no way Lowry goes off for another game like this again, nope. does he? Nope, and the the Raptors fan that always calls in called in and said, but he's canceled out by Brook Lopez because more than likely Brook Lopez won't score these many points in a game again either. And that's a that's a fair point for sure, no doubt. But I agree. I know I don't think Lowry's going to do that again. Liner could very but well Brooke get thirty or forty. Guy, isn't he? Huh? Brook is our fourth best player. Where where Lowry is correct. Their They're, second best guy. You know. Well, probably third at this point behind Siakam. But yeah, I mean for sure, no doubt. And that's why I'm saying I don't. I, I said I let off the show and we came out like I don't know thirty seconds left to go in the game and I said get out the brooms I, I don't I just don't see how Toronto wins a game in this series I just don't I, I'm sorry I've been saying it all day on the big show that tonight was their best chance it looked like their best chance as we watched the game they couldn't finish them they're in trouble like they're in serious trouble thanks for the call and I said it earlier with Mayor Mitch and I'm gonna say it again. They ought to be done with Marc Gasol playing 40 damn minutes, and they ought to go back to Serge Ibaka playing center, force the Bucs to take Brooke Lopez off the court, and go small. That's what they ought to do. I mean, seriously. They don't pay me anything to coach, but it seems obvious to me, doesn't it? Same thing I told you about Miritich in the last series when I said start him, and they finally did. I just... Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Miritich in the starting lineup, and we'll see what they do with Brogdon going forward. don't touch it. No, you don't touch it. I say I, I'm okay with that until it doesn't work. Right, and that is I'm sure the exact same thing. Boonholzer, and that's face. probably gonna be the case in game two. It's probably Boonholzer because Toronto will probably adjust their lineup. They'll probably go with Ibaka, and then they're not know. sitting Marcusol. Not to start. No way. It's not happening. They did not trade for Marcusol to sit Marcusol in the Eastern he Conference. Came off Finals. the bench for the first couple of weeks after they traded for him. I, I know. believe. I understand. Just telling you. Okay. What the most that's going to happen is he'll go from 40 minutes to like 30 or 35 minutes, and then a Baca will get a five to sure. ten minute increase. That's the most. They aren't pulling him outside line. No way. No chance. I don't. I mean, maybe, but I. I don't think there's any chance he's going to do that. Nick Nurse, Mm-mm. Marcus, so and what his legacy is and what he's all about. No, that starting five is staying for the Toronto Raptors. They're not messing with that. Uh, okay, let's do. Uh, what do we have left to do here? Defensive play of the game. Sure. Defensive play of the game. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, defensive play of the game, TNT. Marv Elbert on the call. What you got, Mayor Mitch? Brooke Lopez again. Kawhi Leonard did have 31 points tonight, but not here as Brooke Lopez sends one back in the paint. Siakam have the last 30 points for Toronto. Here is Leonard. This shot is blocked by Lopez. Lopez has been everywhere at both ends of the floor tonight. Yeah, Lopez was a monster in this game. X-Factor, the game earlier in the show, we talked about that. He was uh, the MVB of the game by far. 108-100 bucks over the Raptors. Mayor Mitch has more details on that and what happened in Brewers baseball uh, tonight as well. They were in Philadelphia and see how see how Gio Gonzalez pitched against the Phillies. Stay tuned for that. Coming up next, we'll hear from Coach Boonholzer after a Bucks 108-100 win. Sports Flash right, right now. From the 105.7 FM, the Fan Update Studio, I'm Mitch Ross. First on the fan for the first time since 2001, the Milwaukee Bucks 
have won a game in the Eastern Conference Finals, this time 108-100 to over the Toronto Raptors at Fiserv Forum. With an average night for Middleton, Bledsoe, and others, Brooke Lopez was largely the hero of this game. Lopez for three. Yes! He has been on fire in every phase of the game. You bet, Marv Albert. TNT, thanks for the highlight there. He, Brooke Lopez, 29 points, 11 boards, and four blocks for Splash Mountain. After shooting poorly from three all night, the Bucks woke up in the fourth, hit five threes in the period, and outscored Toronto 32-17 and storm passed the Raptors to victory. Kawhi Leonard with 31. Kyle Lowry at 30 points on 7 of 9 from 3. Unbelievable for Toronto. The series is 1-0 in favor of the Bucks. Game 2 is Friday night down at Pfizer Forum. To baseball, Brewers used a three-run inning, a three-run third inning rather, highlighted by a two-run single by Jesus Aguilar to give themselves and Gio Gonzalez a cushion they wouldn't relinquish. Brewers win 5-2 in Philadelphia tonight. Gonzalez scattered seven hits over five and a third, allowing just one run against the Phillies' bats. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show has made its way to Facebook Live, so head on over to facebook.com slash 1057 the fan for more reaction to the Brewers' victory. The crew goes for the series win in Philly tomorrow afternoon. Elsewhere, the Cubs, they lost 6-5 in a walk-off. Yasiel Puig after the Cubs blew a lead in the bottom of the eighth inning. Read up on all these stories and more at 1057fmthefan.com. I'm Mitch Ross for Sports Radio 1057FM, the fan Milwaukee sports talk leader. Listen live anywhere on the radio.com app. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com. Or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks get the win, 108-100 to over the Toronto Raptors. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals in the books. Next up, game two, Friday night. And, uh, boy, oh boy. They win game two Friday night. I fear the Deer District and downtown Milwaukee is going to be going nuts on a Friday night. Lit. Yeah, lit. Whatever you want to call it. Sure. Lit. Uh, 108-100. Bucks get the win over the Toronto Raptors. Let's hear from Bucks head coach Mike Bootenholzer after this win. You know, I think we always talk about our defense. We start with it. And, you know, just uh, I think the way that the guys competed and got after it defensively in the second half and particularly the fourth quarter, um, you know, just stands out to me. And, you know, the depth, Malcolm coming off the bench and playing the way he did and just all the different guys we get contributing. And then obviously, you know, big game from Brooke on both ends of the court. And, you know, we feel like we can get better, um, you know, to get this win um, after, uh, you know, pretty significant days without playing. Uh, I think hopefully we'll be better between now and uh, game two. Uh, Matt Velasquez, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. But is this just—is this the best you've seen Brook play, just in, in all facets of the game, getting inside, shooting from outside, and playing defense? Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing that does stand out is you know the putbacks and the you know the stuff around the basket, particularly in the first half. We were, you know, kind of struggling for for you know scoring and just anything offensively, and he was able to kind of manufacture a couple things and obviously in the second half you know the threes and the spread that he gives us uh and then defensively i thought you know we'll look at the tape but i thought he was there you know several times in the fourth quarter um you know making blocks making big time contests um rebounding 
Um, you know, certainly in a big moment, uh, that was a great Brooke Lopez tonight. Eric named the athletic, but uh, Kawhi takes just five shots in the fourth quarter. He scores just two points in the fourth quarter. Just what do you think of the job that Chris and Malcolm did on him for the game? Yeah, you know, we talked about just the, the individual pride it takes, you know, with whoever has that assignment. And, um, you know, for the majority of the night, it was Chris and Malcolm. And to be able to kind of tag team him um, and then the fourth quarter, hopefully, uh, between him seeing those two different guys all night and the activity around those two guys, um, you know, uh, you know, we'll take that fourth quarter. We certainly can't rest or think that uh, it doesn't take the same effort and the same activity going into the next game, um, you know, start to end against Kawhi. But Tim Reynolds with the AP. The, it's, it's not uncommon when you see a team playing from behind all night like you guys were for like 37, 38 minutes. There just comes a point where you guys run out of gas, where teams tend to run out of gas. You guys seem to find another gear. What is it about your group that you guys can be down for three quarters in the biggest game of your season and then somehow just put it together like it was nothing in the, in the, in the fourth? Well, hopefully it speaks to our depth, um, you know, first and foremost. Uh, you know, I think we've got a lot of guys that are capable, that can contribute, that, you know, confident on both ends of the court. Um, you know, I think it speaks a little bit to the character of the group. Um, they just stick with it. You know, I think it's become a little bit of a theme in the playoffs. Uh, you know, I think eventually, hopefully, we feel like if we stick with what we're doing, uh, good things will happen for us. Uh, Kane Pimmer in the pick and roll. But uh, Malcolm, you, you spoke about him already, but it felt like early in the game. He hit a couple of threes that, even though it was early, you really needed them at the time. So, uh, obviously, second game back, uh, how good was it to have him hitting those big shots again? And what do you take from that? Yeah, he was phenomenal. Again, you know, the first half, you know, I don't think we were very good, you know, as a group. And Malcolm was one of those guys that kept us afloat. We already talked about Brooke kind of keeping us afloat in the first half. Um, so, you know, and he really did it. I think, you know, what he's doing defensively is impressive too. Just, you know, I think, you know, second game back after, you know, not playing for a significant period of time, it's impressive. Um, and we certainly needed him tonight. into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com 108-100, Bucks over the Toronto Raptors. I just saw a tweet. I gotta really go back here and find this tweet. A guy from Packy J., who said, uh, talking about being a Bucks fan, we're way over our skis right now, full speed ahead with no eject button, and I love it. Yeah. S- sneaky true. That's Yeah, very true. Um, Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> this dude, man. I just say, this dude here. I got to find this quote from Bledsoe that Grosky tweeted out from CBS 58. Um, and it's so true. I just... Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'll oh, forget it. I'll find it while uh, we listen to uh, Malcolm Brogdon here uh, after the win uh, over the Toronto Raptors. Uh, yeah, he's a tough guard. Um, very versatile. Uh, can really do it all on offense. Um, pretty patient. So you gotta you gotta be patient on defense, not reach, not foul. Um, but we tried to make it as tough as possible. I thought Chris did an excellent job on him. Um, but yeah, just try to make it tough on him. You guys have had some dominant wins so far throughout the playoffs. This one kind of goes down to the wire. Just how would you describe the intensity and the effort on the defensive end in the final stretch? Uh, you know, I think we really rely on uh, Brooke. He really is 
you know, even though he guards a big in the off, in the defense, he has to be all over the floor. He has to be helping. He has to get out to shots for the big. Um, and tonight he came up with some huge blocks, huge rebounds, um, just effort plays. Um, so we really follow his lead, and he's been great. The three ball obviously wasn't falling for everyone. Just what did you think of the perseverance and the mindset of his kind of trying to throw? I mean, I credit Coach Bud with that. He wants us to stick with it. He wants us to continue to shoot open shots, continue to let it fly. So, um, you know, it instills confidence in us the whole game. Yeah, yeah, I feel great. I feel great. Um, we got a great medical staff here. Um, I've taken great care of my body, and we continue to. Um, just keep pushing forward. All right, there is Malcolm Brogdon after the uh, game tonight. Bucks over the Raptors, 108-100. to Now, normally, we will hold our forward-thinking moment uh, off until after we talk to Matt Velasquez, but Matt Velasquez is kind of tied up right now, so we're going to get him really towards the very, very end of the show here. Uh, so let's do our forward thinking and looking ahead to game two. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. Man, Rick Lopez is on the podium. He's got a Pizza Planet hat on, wearing, according to our research department on the other side of the glass. I don't, I don't, he's wearing, I don't know the significance of that, but maybe I'm... He's wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt. Huh? He's, he's wearing Mickey Mouse right now. Oh. What are you saying uh-huh to? I'm it's telling from Toy you... Toy Story, sorry. Yeah, no fooling. Uh, you're wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt with Mickey Mouse with like headphones on and stuff. I haven't seen that Mickey Mouse shirt before. I mean, he lives on the property, so I guess he has access to everything. That helps. Man, Brooke Lopez. Unbelievable. What a guy. Unbelievable. Brooke Lopez uh, tonight. Uh, again, 29 points, 11 boards, 2 assists, 4 blocks. Tell me how many times that dude's had double-digit rebounds this year. Good luck. Not many. Good luck. 108-100 bucks over the Raptors. Look ahead uh, to the next game. Folks, this is pretty simple to me. I, I don't... I, just tell me this. How much worse could they have played and still won this game? I mean, Brooke Lopez pulled you out of the fire. Okay, I- I'll give you that. Giannis didn't have a, some like mind-blowing game. He had a very good Giannis game, but it wasn't like crazy. Uh, 24, 14, and 6. Very good numbers, but not crazy. Mirtich didn't shoot well, 1 of 6 from 3. Middleton was 1 of 6 from 3, 4 of 12, and horrible turnovers late. He only had 11 points. Bledsoe was 0 of 6 from 3. I mean, realistically, they got to play better in the next game. And if they play better in the next game, how much are they going to win by? I don't. I mean, I, cocky Bucks fan, call me what you want. I don't see how Toronto wins a game, folks. I don't. Tell me how. Tell me where they get better and the Bucks get worse and how they lose. I'm here for you all night. Tell me. Especially if Nick Nurse doesn't play Ibaka all but 17 minutes in the next game, too. Especially if he doesn't do that. If he's going to run Marco Sozo butt out there 40 minutes again. All day long. Let's go. Brooke Lopez. Can I just say this? Cashing in tonight with that performance. Cashing in. There are GMs salivating all over the NBA right now, getting their getting their hands on that dude. Go on. Damn, how did And he's we, gonna stay right here how, on the mid-level exception. How, how did we not get him at two and a half, three million dollars? How did he end up there doing these, these that? These two guys right here, I'm looking up. Giannis at and Brooke Lopez. They are gonna stay for together forever. <laughs> oh my god. I love you so much. 
Uh, Scott Grosky, CBS 58, tweets out a quote from Eric Bledsoe talking about the Eastern Conference Finals game that they won. Quote, Batman and Robin, Giannis and Brooke. Stop. Eric Bledsoe said, quote, playing that bad, it can only go up from here. That's it. Get the brooms out. This one's done. Uh, okay, so the Bucks get the win over the Toronto Raptors, 108-100. to Up next, we'll talk to Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back. Bucks get the win tonight over the Toronto Raptors, 108-100. to We'll get to Matt Velasquez in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. First, let's check in with Pete on the north side. What's up, Pete? Hey, this is Keith calling from the north side. Uh, that was almost close. Hey, Pete, Keith, yeah, close. Keith, Pete, whatever, Yeah, man. what's up, bud? Hey, look, I know, I know we watched the same game because I was there. I was watching the same game, and it, it seemed like the first three quarters that Toronto had them playing half-court ball, and they were beating us playing half-court ball. If we don't pick the tempo up and, and get, get the ball going, it, we were going to lose that game. I mean, straight up. I mean, I know Kyle Lowry had a great game. That was amazing, and he can't do it every night and all that. But if they make us play that slow tempo of basketball, you saw how bad our shooting was. It, it was just horrible. They could beat us playing that way. I mean, do, do you, did you not see that in the first three quarters? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. But I, I also realize that there's no way this Bucks team is going to shoot this bad going forward in every game. There's no way. There's no way Kyle Lowry is scoring 30 points on 7 of 9 from three-point shooting. That's probably not going to happen again. Now, you could say Brooke Lopez isn't going to do what he did either, and I get that, but there's just not enough offensively for Toronto to compete with the Milwaukee Bucks, especially if they hit their shots, which they did not do tonight. And when they did finally in the fourth quarter start making threes, they were 0 for 11 from three-point range in the third. They only hit six in three quarters. That's not how you win games with let it fly Milwaukee Bucks basketball. I mean, that's that's just not going to happen. Thanks for the call. And if it does, then Toronto got very, very lucky. Let's sneak one more in here before Matt Velasquez. What do you got there, Merriman? Jason Waukesha, you're up next on the fan. What's up, Jason? What's up, Jason? Hey, Sparky, my first time calling your show, but I've called a few times on the uh, on the fan. All right, hey, good. Thanks for calling. Hey, thank you. Um, I just am so stoked. It's only seven more wins, and we got we got the whole show. And Brooke Lopez, like you guys said, is the man. He needs to be with us forever. Yeah, well, we'll find out if he's with us forever. Thanks for the call. I, yeah, I, I mean, Mayor Mitch, you started that crap. That's all your fault. Joining us now is Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Matt, how was the arena tonight? For all the bashing Bucks fans have gotten early in the playoffs about not being loud enough, it seemed quite loud to me today. It also seemed quite loud to me. I, I thought that they, uh, the fans got into it early. Obviously, the Bucks got off to a, a nice start in the first couple minutes. Uh, Toronto went on a big run. There were a few times where the, the crowd was getting up trying to, to get the Bucks going. Uh, and then late in the game, this place was, was as loud as I've ever heard it. And so I, I would say that this place you know, was rocking. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, now let's uh, move on and talk about this game. Kyle Lowry was just unbelievable tonight. Brooke Lopez was equally unbelievable for the Milwaukee Bucks. Who's more likely to duplicate their performance in another game this series? Um, that's a tough question. Uh, I, think, I think I would probably side with, with Brooke Lopez only because – um, he didn't shoot like insanely good from three. He shot shot reasonably good. He was four of eleven. Um, he had four blocks. 
uh, was really crashing the offensive board. Or it's hard. He had 11 rebounds, four of them were on the offensive end. Um, you know, I, I think some of the the two point shots that he took were maybe a little bit tougher. And he, you know, he got he got a few of them to fall. Um, so I mean, maybe, I mean, the Raptors are going to leave him open at certain points. He's going to do what he does, and you know, he he might be able to to replicate this. Not not to this extent. This was this was just fantastic. Uh, maybe the best game he's played all year, or at least close to that that Denver game where he was like eight of thirteen on threes. Um, but this was all around just a, a great game from him. And you know, Lowry was was unconscious uh, from three, and he did a bunch of other stuff. He had a, a diving save and a, and a poke steal on Middleton, and you know he was actually the only Raptor to make a field goal in the fourth quarter. Um, so he was really really good. Uh, I I don't know if if he can sustain it just because of how much of it relied on his shooting. You know the other thing uh, about this this Bucks team right now going forward is I don't think they can shoot this bad from three. Uh, going forward in this series. I mean, they, it was about as bad as it could get. Six three-pointers made through three quarters and all that fun stuff. Um, Bledsoe couldn't couldn't make a shot from outside. Middleton couldn't make a shot. Middleton with turnovers there in the fourth quarter. I've been saying it, and maybe I'm jinxing them, but I, I just don't see how Toronto wins a game right now. Well, I mean, I can see, you know, that Toronto bouncing back. They're not going to shoot as poorly as they did in the fourth quarter. 0-15 on all, all the guys who weren't Kyle Lowry. I mean that's just not going to happen most nights. Um, you know they they didn't have a great shooting night either outside of Lowry, outside of maybe the first couple quarters. Um, they definitely slowed down over time. Um, so I could see how they they could, um, you know, not necessarily from three, but just get going a little bit more than they did and be able to keep up offensively. And maybe the Bucks, you know, can, they can keep the Bucks off the line. Obviously, twenty-seven free throws from Milwaukee. A lot of those in the second half. Giannis had all had twelve free throw attempts all in the second half. I think they're still away. I don't think I'm gonna. I'm ready to overreact to game one, but you know, with the way the Bucks played, which wasn't their best at all, uh, to be able to win a game like this uh, definitely bodes well for the future. It's got to be a good shot for Toronto. I just, I think they just got to be absolutely demoralized after how that whole thing played out to lose that game the way they did. Hey, Matt, thanks so much for coming on, and I look forward to talking to you Friday night. All right, sounds good. You betcha. Bucks get the win, 108 to 100. Over the Toronto Raptors, buy your brooms today. Buy your brooms today. Paint them green. Bring them out to the uh, Fear the Deer District. Can't bring them into the stadium. Bring them out to the Fear the Deer District, and then you can sweep up all the garbage that's on the floor Friday after the Bucks get another win. Because there's going to be a lot of partying going on there Friday night. You know that's happening. Yeah. You're really scared. I keep talking about this, aren't you? You really are. I can tell by the look you on your face. You think I'm scared face. of a party? Think I'm no, scared of a good time, Sparky? No, I think you're scared of me continuing to talk about this sweep stuff. I think it's driving you a little I bit batty. Just, yeah, I mean, it's driving you a little bit batty. I've been known to jinx a lot of things. I will in my say life. that. And I will say that what, what Matt said about I don't think you know. I mean, I, all I could think about was how many minutes they played in that last series, and how. And, I mean, we were saying all along we hope that goes seven, and it right. did. And now, you know, Kawhi couldn't buy one in the fourth quarter, so I hope it continues. And you only get one day off, and you got to play again. Yep, that's a huge advantage now for the Milwaukee Bucks. No long rest periods here for Toronto. Day off play, day off play. That's how this whole series looks now. So we'll see how it plays out. Bucks win 108 to 100. Thanks for listening. Game one's in the books. Chuck and Wrinkler tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. They'll have you covered with all kinds of more Bucks talk. Probably talk a little bit Brewers too. Mayor Mitch, Evan, nicely done. Steve Sparky Fiverr here. Have a good night. Toodles. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.